Hello, and welcome to your new favorite podcast, Pocket Full of Mojo, where you're you, and I'm Steph, and we tune in here to tap into some mojo. Each and every episode you hear is made with love and good intention to share with you some delicious nuggets of inspiration and insights with some wit and wisdom to help you stay connected to your very best mojo. In today's episode, we'll dig into today's mantra, then dive into a topic that's more than just bubble baths and manicures. I'm talking about not just self-care, I'm talking about mindful self-care. What's the difference and why it matters? This is one topic that you're gonna wanna stick around for, so let's tap into that mojo magic that brought us together and get started. So as usual, this is the part of the podcast where I dig into my affirmation app and we pick one mantra at the random and I get to sound off about it. These are just going to be my thoughts and hopefully some thought starters for you as you can take this mantra and carry it with you all day, all week. You can repeat it, journal about it, meditate on it, and really develop your own relationship with it, which is the point after all. So here we go. Today's mantra is, drumroll please, I am learning to take better care of my body. Work. Okay, this is a good one. Okay, because we all have bodies, check. And we all have an ongoing relationship with our bodies that is super complex and ties the physical with the emotional and the mental. So let's sit with it for a minute and break it down. I am learning to take better care of my body. Oof, yeah, we are learning because our body is in constant flux. And being in a constant state of learning allows us to flex and adapt and create a responsive, loving relationship with our bodies. And if we're not happy with our relationship with our bodies, I'm happy to announce that it doesn't have to stay that way. Because I am learning to take better care of my body. We can sometimes feel like we should be able to just like flick a switch and just do the right thing for our body and it's obvious and my brain knows what to do so why can't I just do it? But when we focus on just being better than yesterday, we can stop focusing on things like perfect and flawless and just embrace and love the progress we make no matter how big or small. I am learning to take better care of my body. Oh, this is so good. So the more we love our body, as it turns out, the better we treat it. And we treat people that we love really well. And when we love our body, we treat it better. It's really as simple as that. And trust me, it takes a lot of unlearning to get to that place. But what I do know is that when we honor our body, we are honoring ourselves and upgrading the quality of our life because this little meat vessel that we've got, it's our greatest gift. And quite frankly, it's kind of an amazing miracle. And the more we really tune into that, it feels so good to treat it that way. I am learning to take better care of my body. Yes. Ugh, part of that learning really means that while I can get better, I still won't be perfect, right? And like, that's okay, 
right? That's okay. If we are constantly learning, we are constantly growing. And the things that held us back are now in the rearview mirror because we are focused on listening to our body and developing a relationship with our body that not only serves us, but elevates us. I am learning to take better care of my body. Oh, my body, my rules. And it is so important to listen within to know what better care really means. I can't be here to tell you what that is, but I know that you know the answer to that. And while there is no shortage of people today ready to tell us what that looks like, we can certainly listen to them for ideas, but you'll know what the right thing is when you really look inside and feel what resonates with you. I am learning to take better care of my body. I invite you to carry this around with you this week. And as you observe the relationship that you have with your body, observing with love and without judgment of your fine self, find room in those thoughts to repeat this mantra. I am learning to take better care of my body, whatever that means to you. You are only competing against yourself. And if you treat yourself just 1% better every day, if math is right, then in 100 days, you will be treating yourself 100% better. Doesn't that sound amazing? Like for me, if I wanted to eat my feelings, which is 100% something that I do, I just remind myself I am learning to take care of my body. And I turn those feelings into a journaling session or I go for a walk. And then maybe I eat some potato chips as a reward. But this time, maybe I don't eat the entire bag of potato chips. See, because I'm what? Learning how to take better care of my body. See, not perfect care. That's too much pressure. And quite frankly, it's unrealistic. But better? Sure. I can do better. Let's do better. And with that, it's time to dig into our main topic today, which is unveiling the magic of mindful self-care, where manicures and bubble baths are just the tip of the iceberg. So let's be real. Treating ourselves to a bubble bath or a fresh manicure is undeniably fabulous. Now, having said that, it's important to note how true self-care is about going beyond the surface. It's about nurturing our minds, bodies, and spirits in a way that's intentional and mindful and oh so magical. Once you're able to tap into what you truly need, that's where the magic happens and you'll immediately feel the shift. And the difference between a spa day and mindful self-care, it's intention. It's about listening, really listening to your needs. And when was the last time you did that for like more than five seconds? Like, that's okay. With the power of now, you can start fresh and you can start to build this new mindset. The key is being able to build a meaningful relationship with yourself so that you're able to scratch what really itches. It's a practice that can never be checked off the to-do list. And that's kind of the best part. And sure, a spontaneous spa day can definitely lift your spirits, but the magic of mindful self-care really lies in the lasting impact. By being intentional, you're investing in a practice that nurtures resilience and allows you to set up for some long-term well-being. No one will have the prescription for this other than you. 
And there's plenty of places that you can go and things that you can do for a quick fix. But this isn't that. Being mindful means not listening to the noise of what the world is telling you you need. It's about taking a beat and listening to where your body, mind, and soul are at, and taking it from there. You don't have to have all the answers, but it's taking the time to go inside, ask the question, and trust yourself and showing yourself that love, grace, and empathy for all you've done to get to where you are. mindful when it comes to self-care is a pivot for most people. Like when we think self-care, there's plenty of cliches that come to mind. And so just don't feel limited by those options. Only you know what really charges your batteries and fills your cup. Doing something for you on purpose with the intention of elevating your well-being can feel maybe a little self-indulgent you need to turn the volume down on that voice because it's a trick. You're doing the right thing by putting yourself and your wellness first. So let's get to the how-to magic of mindful self-care. Start with intentions. Mindful self-care begins with setting clear intentions. So ask yourself, what do I truly need today? This check-in is informative and powerful. You gotta really listen. Whether it's a moment of calm, a burst of energy, or a gentle recharge, set the stage with mindful intention. Breathing, something we do automatically, but there's so much power in there, never to be underestimated. Simply taking a few moments every day to engage in mindful breathing exercises can be worth five trips to the spa. Inhale positivity, exhale the bullshit. It's a simple yet transformative practice that will ground you in the present moment and make all the stress and noise just simply melt away. Stepping outside and letting Mother Nature work her wonders with a brisk walk or just feeling the grass beneath your feet or basking in the sunlight, it can do wonders for your well-being, especially during the winter months when there's less sunlight. You can also take time to unplug and recharge. So it's the digital age and it's really easy to get lost in the constant buzz and notifications and messages and emails. If you have a smartphone, you know what I'm talking about. So you're in charge. Set time aside. Just unplug, whether it's a tech-free hour before bed or a weekend digital detox. Your mind, your nervous system will thank you. And lastly, nourish that temple. Mm -mm -mm. We talked about taking great care of our body and mindful self-care involves giving your body the love it deserves. Whipping up a nutritious meal or just taking the time to savor each bite and relish in the goodness that nourishes you from the inside out. The more you love your body, the more you'll treat it with love and vice versa. The more you treat it with love, the more you'll love your body. See how that works? But Steph, I ain't got no time for that. Sure you do. Let's launch self-care to the top of your priority list. Because here's the real tea. You're the master of your own mojo. It's true. Self-care is not a luxury. It is a necessity. It's time to reclaim it and make it a non-negotiable part of your routine. 
Now listen, I'm the first to admit that I used to wait until I needed it. And boy, did it ever feel good, right? But the key to this is to incorporate it regularly into your routine so that cup never gets to empty. Like my dad, who considers a quarter tank of gas an empty tank of gas. You know, just never really hovers around that danger zone. But this is the part where you may feel like it's self-indulgent because that's what we've been told. The reality is we need to redefine where that line is for need. My mom used to say, if you don't take time to be well, take time to be sick. And if those are the options, you can find me at the spa. Because life has a tendency to throw storms our way. Work deadlines, family commitments, unexpected curveballs. And then suddenly self-care takes a back seat and we find ourselves caught in a whirlwind and everyday chaos. That sound familiar? Here's a trick I've been doing for the last couple of years, and it has truly changed the game in terms of my commitment to self-care. Here we go. I got eight step-by-step tricks to get self-care back into your life and your mojo back on track. So step number one, sit yourself down and make a list of all the things that you consider self-care. And this can be anything from reading or going on a walk or spa days and manicures. And the list can be as long as you want. Make sure the list includes things that you may want to put off, like going to the dentist or your doctor checkup, haircuts, that kind of thing. But don't be afraid to splurge and put things on there that you maybe haven't done but wanted to do. Step number two, break the year down into seasons. Winter, spring, summer, fall, you know the seasons. Step number three, how many times a year do you want to do each of those things? Like, do you want two haircuts a year? Do you have bangs and need to go every six weeks? What's your deal? You get to decide. So step number four, what are you going to do monthly? Step number five, what are you going to do every season? Step number six, what are you going to do every week? Maybe it's that bubble bath extravaganza or some quiet time. And step number seven, what can you do daily? Is it meditate? Go for a walk? Read some of that book with a nice cup of tea? Which takes us to step number eight. Schedule it. Seriously. Take out your agenda and call up the doctor. Then call the stylist. Book yourself this time. Do it. Commit. Write it in your agenda. In pen. Non-negotiable. Make the plan. Work the plan. Doing all this in advance is, at this point, a sure bet. You know you're not going to wake up in three months and be like, Oh no, I have a hair appointment. I have to go feel glamorous and pampered for a couple hours trust. It will feel great. And you will thank your past self for taking care of your now self. And if you feel weird writing down, read a book in your agenda, guess what? Nobody cares. Reminding your busy self what your happy self really needs is super important. And sometimes it's a struggle, but this is a skill that's really worth mastering. Now, if you have champagne taste and a Kool-Aid budget, that's cool. That's not going to stop us. Here are a few ideas of how to take care of yourself and your pocketbook. Wellness is not for the rich. And don't think for a second that the more you spend, the better you'll feel. That's nonsense. Again, it's about listening to yourself and digging into what you really need. The price tag does not matter. Here's a few quick ideas on some low-rent activities that will leave you feeling like a million bucks. For example, DIY spa days. 
you can transform your bathroom into a sanctuary. A few nice candles, some soothing music, some DIY face masks, all this can be done within the comfort of your own home. It's that pure bliss without the spa price tag. And please stop waiting to use the good candles or the nice bubble bath. Use it now. There is no better time. And taking this time to truly show your body and mind some peace and love, it's remarkably recharging. When it's done with intention and not a gun to your head because you should, or with nothing in the tank because you've spent all your energy already, this really allows you to tap into the nurturing act of taking care of your body. Use all the lotions, all the creams. Show every cell in your body how much you appreciate and respect all that it does for you. Collect some mindful moments. Incorporate short, mindful breaks into your day. And this could be a five-minute meditation or a breathing session or a mindful stroll instead of a doom scroll. Small investments, big return. And there are some excellent YouTube meditations for beginners if you're new to the game. And if you're not into the spiritual aspect of meditation, it can be a totally agnostic practice. Just keep it about breathing and reconnecting with yourself. That is universal. There's a brand called Headspace, and it's an excellent place to start if you've never done any meditation. And they really break it down in a really logical and practical way. I highly recommend it. Or get yourself some budget-friendly treats. Self-care does not have to break the bank. Look for affordable ways to treat yourself. Maybe it's a new cozy blanket or a good book or even a homemade treat. Someone once said, I wish I didn't have to go out and spend $100 on dinner just to catch up with my friends. Why can't we just run errands and hang out while we catch up? And the answer is, you can. Go for it. There are no rules when it comes to self-care. You get to decide what fills your cup and there is no direct correlation to how much you spend versus how much you reap as a reward. Simply catching up while picking up the dry cleaning with a bestie or watching the kids play soccer can be just as fulfilling when done with intention. Plan your week around a tech-free Tuesday. Designate one day a week to disconnect from screens. Use that time to reconnect with yourself and people you love. Your messages will be there when you're done. Your memes will be there when you're done. And what you're doing is you're also sending a message to the world that you are not available 24-7 and that you control the access. Or you could do some gratitude journaling. You can end each day by just jotting down three things that you're grateful for. It's a really simple practice that shifts your focus to the positive aspects of your life. And this might be tricky at first, but the key is to keep going. What I do is I set a timer for myself and I see how many things I can come up with that are great in my life in these five minutes. Now, when you do it, just don't edit yourself because there are no wrong answers, but you'll be amazed at how easy this becomes the more that you practice. And if you need a cute journal, check my show notes. I got what you need. So if you're ready to go from ratty to radiant by means of self-care, Thank you for being here. And as we kick this off, remember that you hold the wand to all the magic that lives inside of self-care. Embrace the magic within you. Really listen to yourself so that you can scratch that itch. Only you know what it takes. 
And remember, good begets good. Feeling good feels good. Keep that close. Remember that. And with that, Mojarinos, I will leave you to take on the world as your very best self. And if you're hearing me for the first time, thank you so much for being here, you gorgeous human. This has been Steph, and it has been a real pleasure spending this time with you. And if this is your jam, you can get even more of this good stuff, starting with my Insta page. I got loads of links. You can find them in the show notes. And I'd love for you to snoop around and see what works for you and what tools you can add to your tool belt to just keep getting better every day. And with that, I definitely wish you a glorious day with peace, love, and mojo. Toodaloo, kangaroo. Mwah.